Okay, you almost done in there? Previously on Victoria and King. Dad, where is it? Where is the old pyrite mine? Drive-by shootings? Kidnappings? Illegal organ harvesting operations? I can't take it. I can't take it! Sophia Stewart, on the night of my landslide victory, as new mayor of Hartley, did you have any part in the twisted and corrupt plot designed to circumvent the true votes at the polls? I don't know what's going on. You know MP Kincaid. I just can't get him out of my mind. Just something about him, you know? Can we get this over with? I want to talk to my lawyer right now! Duke Augusta! I'm right behind the one-way glass, number five. MP Kincaid! What an unfortunate surprise! Let's get him! Let's not fast enough! Everybody get out of my face! Or Augusta gets it! An early severance package! The hard way! Get in the car! I'll finish your mouth off! Right here in the road! Like I should've done in the first place. I'm not going anywhere. I'm sticking close to Hartley. I'm just going to blend in. Blend in? <laughs> They've got every available cop working on this case. You can't run. You can't hide. You can't blend in. That's where you're wrong. Where you're wrong, Duke Augusta. Well, you just might make it. Nobody stops Emma Charles. Where do you want me to send the bill? Kincaid, what's a big city boy like you doing in an old pyrite mine area like this? Yes, this is no place for a federal member of parliament to spend his day. Nosing around like that, Clarissa, I mean, interim acting police chief Wolfhausen. Gentlemen, I, I, was, ju I was just... You were just what? You were just what? I, I was just out for a hike. A hike? In clothes like that? And bleeding? 
Yes. The problem with bleeding in the woods is that it attracts wildlife. Yes, wildlife. Everything from mosquitoes to black flies to black bears. It's very dangerous. Yes, blood in the woods. Not a great mix. Dangerous! Ah, oh, now that's a shame. Shame! Ormond Havelock, son of the butcher, the baker. Ormond Havelock, drive-by shooter suspect, small-time criminal, big-time loser. Ormond Havelock, prisoner of his own design. The skate artist. 
mission. <sighs> Patricide. Jesse, it was all so simple, and you screwed it up. Miss Stewart, he's out of it. He doesn't know what you're talking about. He's been shot, and it could get infected. All you had to do was pay me $10,000 for fixing the mayoral election, and you couldn't do that. What's going on? All the elections in Hartley are paid for. That's how everyone gets along here. But somehow, the mayor got wind that he's a dupe. And now he's breathing down my neck. Wait, I'm... What, what are you? So I'm returning the favor and I'm breathing down your neck because soon you won't be able to do it at all. Out of the car! You're back. Mabel Abbott Grant, nice to see you again. You are getting some fresh air tonight? Are we? We're fine. I hope I didn't lay it on too thick last night. I was a little out of character. I was the one that was kind of out of it. I said some things I shouldn't have. I know that feeling. Is that a double? I'm not sure. I'll take it back. Nope, leave it. Make sure the next one's a double. Listen, do you mind? Please, I'm not expecting anyone. Sit down. Seriously, what do you write in that little book all the time? Are you a reporter or something? <laughs> no, no, I just like to put down my thoughts. Some people like, like to write a letter to the editor every time a train whistle blows. Me, I just like to keep my opinions and thoughts to myself in here. You know, everyone knows everything about you. What? You were right there. What happened? It all happened so fast. All I know is, I put you in charge of a routine line of procedure run-through. And the next thing I know, little pixie nurse Emma takes giant lawyer Duke Augusta hostage and waltzes out the door to God knows where! Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you! And you were right there, not two feet away! And you did nothing to intervene! Yes, I did nothing. <sighs> Officer Malik, 
I know that you are very close to retirement, and I know that the inactive chief is a very good friend of yours. But let me get one thing through your thick skull. I am not letting this one go. When the press calls, and they will, I'm throwing you to the wolves. Is that necessary? I mean, it's my first day back. Everyone needs to ramp back up after being off a of medical leave. You can't expect me to hit the floor running on day one. Okay, Malik. I'm assigning you to desk duty. You won't have to hit any floors and there won't be a whiff of running. How does that sound? Great! Thank you, Vapping Chief Vanderhoosen. I have got to get out of here. This place is gonna break me. How can I leave this position of power and still save space at the same time? Think, Clarissa. Think! What? People talk about you all the time. They make up little stories. You know, who you are, where you came from, all those kinds of things. Really? Hmm. It's a real water cooler phenomenon. Let's see. Once you were a TB survivor and you need the fresh air, and I believe this week you're a mental patient who killed his wife, and now you're living on the streets eating garbage out of trash bins. I'm flattered. So, are you? Am I what? Are you an axe murderer who killed his wife and eats trash out of bins? Yes. Yes, I am. Do you know of any new trash bins I could look at? Because I'm getting really sick of the crap I'm finding out of the usual ones. Oh, and I have to go to the pawn shop and pick up my axe, because I've got a really good killing coming on. You don't have to get all weird on me. I stick up for you. I tell people that you're a nice guy, and you just can't hold a job for some strange reason. I told you who I was yesterday. You were probably just too drunk to remember. I wasn't too drunk to remember. I just don't remember, that's all. There's a difference. Refresh my memory. You were going on about M.P. Kincaid and how mad you were at him. And then you started picking on me out of your anger. And you accused me of being an outsider, a, a, a stranger to Hartley. Yeah. And I told you that I was no stranger to this town. I told you that 30 years ago... Wait a minute. I remember. You said that you were with Hamilton the night that he died. I remember it now. Oh. But, you know, I just, I can't even talk about it. It's, it's so upsetting. It, everyone remembers the night Hamilton died. Everyone remembers. And, and the funeral they had for that boy has never been seen in the likes of Hartley before or since. Yes. But what people, what people don't talk about, what people don't say out loud, is that two boys died in the river that night. Two boys died. And just because one of them, their body never surfaced, it's like his memories have been washed away. That boy, Stanley Abbott Grant, my brother, gone. I know. And here I am, the last member of Hartley's most affluent family, selling real estate and still pretending to be rich. 
Mabel, it's okay. It's not. Embarrassing tampon factory, pyrite, mining explosions, disasters, dead falcons, dead boys, lost brother. I'm... I'm sorry for... No, no, thank you. Thank you for listening. You know, you're a really good person. Thank you. Wait, wait. You never told me what you were doing there with Hamilton. If, if you were there with Hamilton, you must have been there with Stanley, too. What were you doing? I've... I'd better be going. No! No! Wait! Stop right there! You're not going anywhere until you tell me what you have to do with all this history! Ah, oh, now that's a shame! Shame! Oh. She thinks I'm out of it. Hold on. Hold on! Mayor Clarence Ray Nagin, Jr., New Orleans. In conclusion, please know that the citizens of Hartley have you in their thoughts and prayers. I know what it is like to be mayor of a city in the wake of a disaster. I was recently the victim of a cold-blooded and cowardly mayoral assassination attempt. Sincerely, Edward Hartley. Hartley, Ontario. It's a thankless job. I'll get that. This is Mayor... Yes, of course, I... Good. Then sit back and listen to my, uh, request. The Mayor's office is always... Shut up! I'll make this simple without a lot of hard words. Who is this? Mayor Hartley. You disappoint me. It is I, the city's best baker. Havelock! Remember me, your friend. Mr. Havelock, I'm very busy with issues beyond Hartley. What did you do with the $10 million that came our way? The terrorist response infrastructure money? Whatever you call it. I'm in the process setting up a special committee to oversee the proper distribution and disbursement of the funds as dictated by the federal government. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. My boys are going to put a bid in on any disbursement projects that need getting done. <laughs> and, you'll, and, uh, and we'll need some of that money as an advance. About, uh, 500k of it next week. Call it um, in your interest. That money was earmarked for TRI special projects only. I will not, and I would not distribute it in any other way. Mr. Havelock, good afternoon. Mayor Hartley, I only asked you as a courtesy. Now I'm telling you! Bye!
500 grand by Saturday! <laughs> My boys are, uh, replacing the sidewalks. <laughs> Some of them have a few bullet holes in them. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Clarissa, how can you get out of this gracefully? What's it all about? How am I supposed to make sense of all this craziness? <laughs> Interim Chief Wolthausen. Acting Police Chief Wolthausen, this is Mayor Hartley. Your Worship. I'm calling to inform you of one thing. I've set the terrorist alert level to very high. What? When? Immediately. Clarissa. We're counting on you to protect this city from a clear and present threat. I'm authorizing you to cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war. That this foul deed shall smell above the earth with carrion men groaning for burial. Julius Caesar, of course. Uh, huh? Uh, what's that you say? Nothing, Mayor. I know exactly what I need to do. Finally. How appropriate. Back to the old mine where 30 years ago all hell broke loose. But somehow we managed to weld it back together then. Jesse, she's gonna kill us and stick us in the mine or something. Shh. She thinks I'm out of it. Hold on. Hold on! This was supposed to be the lifeblood of the city. Simple, really. Mining pyrite for the health products industry. But as usual, someone got greedy and started cutting corners. What are you talking about? I don't know anything! This is the story of a man a bioengineer who created a phenomenal byproduct that would have eclipsed everything that went before it. But it was too big, even for him. Jealousy and greed overcame the team of scientists and sabotage eventually took them to their graves. Graves? Here? Yes. A giant explosion. Poisonous gases, fallen falcons, dead boys, my son, dead, and then the cover-up. End it! End it now! And let us go! It's too late! You know too much! Stop! No! Yes! Amy, run! Hamilton.
What was that? Gunshot. Hunters? Sounded like a pistol. What do we do? Oh. Ah, uh, leave him for the bears. Bears? No. What were you digging for? Shut up. You were at the old pyrite mine. What were you looking for? Wait. What do you know about the pyrite mine? I thought you were parachuted in here a couple months ago in a by-election. Oh, that mine. My father. What do you know about that? I know everything. I know that you two. That we what? I know that you two are not killers. I know you're not responsible for what happened. I know you didn't kill those two boys. I know it. And I can prove it. He's bluffing. He doesn't know anything! I do! Think about it, man. Who was the bioengineer who discovered that the... that the pyrite mine was only the tip of the iceberg? Wait, Brock! Hear him out. Everyone thought that the pyrite that was being mined here was iron sulfite. Fool's gold. Worthless. Except for the production of the first generation of feminine hygiene products. Go on. But it was my father. The bioengineer. King Kincaid. Who discovered that a much more valuable pyrite ore was still there. Sparolite. Platinum arsenide. He was isolating the platinum and stockpiling it and hiding the byproduct, arsenic. When the explosion occurred. That's right, but we. I know that you're innocent, but feel responsible. I think we're all looking for the same thing. The one thing that can clear us all or get us all killed trying. Hello, gentlemen. I couldn't help but overhear your rather intellectual conversation on my way out of this little nature trail. How about going up to the mine and putting those shovels to good use? So fire! George, let's finish up where we left off, shall we? Let's dig up that old box and see what time has left us. Next time on Victoria and King. Where are these balaclavas? Wear them with these hairnets. These are the knitted helmets of Hartley. <laughs> <laughs>